0: everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the Winging It F1 podcast. For the first time ever, I've got a headset thanks to Eurosport and for only, I think, the third or fourth time, I'm with just Adam Dickinson. Unfortunately, Freddie can't be here. He's a little bit too busy with his uh, hatch job. I think oh he's just a bit tired like like we all are, uh, but I'm with Adam. It's absolutely boiling this week. Uh, I think we might have some heated debates as well after <laughs> talking about some stuff uh, before the podcast. Uh, how are you doing, Adam?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Does this mean we're sponsored by Eurosport now?
0: Uh, well, I highly doubt. I guess I guess it, we're we're
1: financially supported by them in 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 some way. So. Yeah. I think this means we're, yes, we we're are
0: sponsored by your and Total Motorsports,
1: two best companies in the world. <laughs> there <we go>. um, <laughs> isn't, isn't yeah, yeah, not right, Adam? <laughs> it, it is. Yeah, I can. I can confirm that. Um, yeah, it's it's been extremely hot. I'm in my I'm in a Chicago Cubs baseball jersey because it was the whitest, coldest thing that I thought I owned. So um, yeah, we I hopefully can
0: think of a white cold thing. But uh, Moving on. But well, okay, <laughs> a fridge.
1: But um, yeah. I can't wear that. So. Um, I guess I could, but I can't have it plugged in and wear it at the same time. That would be the issue. But, uh, yeah, enjoying. I had a great time watching the Austrian Grand Prix yesterday. I had a great time throughout the whole weekend watching all of the, um, all the different parts of the Grand Prix weekend. So I'm looking forward to discussing that.
0: Yeah, so we'll get on to the format uh towards the end because we and Adam completely disagree and I don't see how any of us is going to win each other over. Uh, So it's it's really a
1: pointless you're and anyone listening to this is just you know you've just said there's an absolutely pointless conversation at the end of this. But let us know who you agree with afterwards if you make it that far. It'll be
0: me. Uh, First we're going to talk about the race Adam Charles Leclerc finally won his first race since the Australian Grand Prix in April, his first race win, not starting from pole position as well. Uh, he really needed that, didn't he, to reduce the deficit now to 38 points in the championship to Verstappen.
1: Yeah, it's. I think you could just see at the end how much it it meant to him, and it's. Uh, it still felt like Ferrari were, were making hard work of it. I think actually, you know, their their strategy was the right one, but you know, it it just. Yeah. It it just it just kind of felt like they were they were still overcomplicating it, or you know, it just felt like it was waiting for something go wrong. To be honest, so I think psychologically, it did. To, yeah, well, yeah, um, but you know, didn't go catastrophically wrong for Leclerc. So yeah, I think kind of, yeah, psychologically, it's it's a huge boost for them. Um, they would have liked to get the extra three points on Verstappen and not have science go up in flames at the end, but um, you know, I think it, it's promising the they showed and Red Bull were just a bit kind of nonplussed or said afterwards that they Mm. just couldn't figure out the tyre degradation and that it was different on Sunday to the rest of the weekend so um, yeah um, you know just kind of Red Bull not being able to to get the car working when it really mattered and Ferrari were and you know it's I kind of thought you know given Verstappen and Red Bull's record at the Red Bull ring that you know it might be quite a tough weekend for Ferrari but they've come out well and I think it kind of promises Decently for, for France, and you know, championships back on. If he hadn't won before the summer break, that would have been really depressing.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, if he hadn't won before the summer break, it probably would have been 60, 70 points behind. So, mm. so yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, I don't think they did overcomplicate it. I think they had the pace to win with either a one or two stop, at least with Leclerc. Sights so maybe, you know, needed that two stop to attack the stapper which we never saw in the end. But I think, like you said, Adam they had the tyre degradation. The club was very confident as well at the end of the sprint race, saying that you know we can get them the next day, which I initially thought was, well, surely Verstappen was holding back as well, but it looks like Ferrari mm-hmm. had a bit more in hand. And I think what this race is, is told, has told me in the last few races, actually, is that Ferrari and Red Bull, a bit like Mercedes and Red Bull last year, have got pretty, as equal as you can get for F1 cars. And it's just coming down to the setup and finding the tyre, uh, you know trying to work out how to get the most of the tires and the, and, the, and the tire wear and I think it's just coming down to set up and the driver on the day I think and this time Ferrari got got everything right and they had well pretty much a car that was running absolutely brilliantly so I think that is what the what the difference was really
1: uh, yeah, I, yeah yeah I think so it's kind of it's going to be quite a weekend to weekend situation and um yeah I think that's you know that's nice. It, it's good for it to have that. And, yeah. you know, I don't don't really see anyone, you know, being able to consistently get into that. I know Mercedes are kind of looking better and Toto is actually saying they were kind of faster again than um, they kind of expected to be compared to where they were at Silverstone. But, um, you know, I just it's going to be those two for, for the majority of the rest of the season, I think, so.
0: And Leclerc as well, uh, I think, you know, he's had five races where he hasn't done anything wrong, but the team or the car has let him down, and he probably hasn't driven any differently to how he has over the past five races. He just, this time the car didn't break down, and they got the strategy right, even at the end with the uh, virtual safety car, Ferrari did pit him like Silverstone. So, you know, I think it is championship one, Mm. I think, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think with Leclerc, maybe the only thing, you know, he went, he did go for some quite gutsy moves. So I think he, in the end, he was almost surprised at how easy it was to overtake Verstappen. I know I was watching, but the move, the dive up turn three, um, I can't remember which time that was that, that he passed him, but it was just, you know, coming for a long way back and something that I didn't expect. I don't know. I th- it's kind of hard to say whether he would have raced like that earlier in the season. And I don't think it's a bad thing, but I just, I think you could see kind of even within the race, let alone post race, how much it really meant to him and how, yeah. you know, it was just to him, it was so important to get it. And, you know, he was, he was going for some really, you know, move that it took a lot of skill and accuracy to pull off, and, and he did that, but, you know, it it, it wasn't a lunge or it wasn't a dive bomb, but it was just, you know, really, um, you know, high-pressure move, and he made it work, so yeah, props to him. It
0: was helping on that. I think Verstappen kind of knew he couldn't really win. He, like, he wasn't, mm. you know, a full-on defensive Verstappen. I think maybe yeah. some couple laps in the first stint it was, but the second and third hour takes were quite, well, a, a lot easier than they could have been, I think.
1: Yeah, still. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it's kind of, you know, that made it easier, but I, I guess Leclerc didn't know that, um, especially the first go-around when they're racing. I think he won't have known that Verstappen would have had that mindset.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Carlos Sainz, though, uh, it would have been a Ferrari one too. surely. I mean, we might have had a pretty good scrap between Verstappen and Sainz, because Sainz didn't quite have the same pace as Leclerc. It's just reliability. The Ferrari have to get on top of it, don't we? Because if they're going to win races great but then if, if they're going to lose 18 25 points you know just because of a problem yeah. they're not going to win the title this time it was signed to had the misfortune
1: yeah they, they just can't they just can't kind of run run losing out like this and it you know it just shows that they're still there it's not kind of you know despite all the kind of positivity of leclerc's win and obviously being the dominant well you know the Sappen was was up there until he got damaged. But you know, kind of the Silverstone kind of it was a missed opportunity for them where they're at the front again. And it kind of feels like it's a bit back to square one where, you know, they've they've had these two races where they where they've been at the front and leading the race for large periods, but there's still just that kind of specter looming in the background that they can't they, they can't rely on their car. You know, that's what is it. Reliability is at the end of the day, they they can't trust their car fully to get through every race weekend, and that's not you know, you just, like you say, you can't win the championship like that. And yeah, I think if they can, you know, survive till the summer break and then take a lot, you know, they really, really need to be on top of it by the time we, we come back after the summer break, because otherwise, like you say, they're just not they're just not going to be competitive over the season.
0: Yeah, well, I think Ferrari have had, well, so have Red Bull. Ferrari have had a car to win pretty much every race this year, apart from two or three at most, maybe, just like Red Bull. Yeah, you know, they've only... Won, well, won one well, science has won, hasn't he? In the close yeah, won
1: three, so yeah,
0: four out of uh, 11. 11, yeah, so you know, there we go. Uh, the Marshalls were a bit slow getting to the car, weren't they? Adam and the science himself, you know, uh, I think he was trying to stop the car, but then it was rolling back mm. down the hill, and then he had to jump out because the flames were getting quite bad. Uh, what, what do you make of that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I, I was shouting to do, I don't know, living in Sheffield, then you kind of get used to, to parking on hills. I don't know. I was, I, I was shouting at the TV for him to steer into the wall. But, um, you know, I think under under the, the pressure, then he was remarkably calm. But yeah, the stewards, it was just, it was just a bit off. Like, you know, I, I don't know whether, it sort was of prepared, you know, given, not surprised that it's on a hill. It's, you know, I, I just don't, I would have thought they'd be kind of prepared for that and like you say they were slow they you know came came with the fire extinguisher, and then went back with the chop and you know there's only only one person kind of jumping on it first and yeah it just seemed disorganized and not i know there's kind of you know very strict regulations on when marshals can go on track or not but like it just didn't um yeah it just didn't seem planned well enough really and yeah I, you know it's kind of lucky really that you know science was able to to get himself sorted and get out the car because you know there could have it's, there could have been a car rolling back you know if it'd been another few seconds and there could have been a car rolling back even if he got out a car kind of rolling back towards the track on fire like it you know it's not um it's not just science getting out it's you know being able to control that so um you know I, it's not kind of an incident that i can remember seeing before where a car parks up on the hill and, and starts rolling back so you know but it's it's definitely a wake-up call for every other circuit to look at you know any, any runoff areas or um, marshall post where that could be a problem to um you know just make it clear that that's you know what you need to do
0: yeah and you know if you leave a fire for too long sometimes it can start you know exploding bits mm. of the car and you know i know that doesn't happen as much these days, because of the, what the fuel is and stuff like that but it could have like you said got quite dangerous and I was surprised mm. it wasn't a safety car as well because with, with a fire I kind of think Andrew is in like the firing line of the braking zone like you know I was I thought, thought there would have been a safety car to be honest
1: Uh, I, I don't know I don't think because it, it is so far off the track and even you know even though it's in, in the braking zone you don't kind of get kind of the drivers are aiming more to the right of the corner as they're Going in, I think. So, yeah, it, it didn't surprise me that much. You know, I, I don't think there was that much wrong with it um, being a VSE. Given the safety but...
0: cars out for le- a lot less, though, I feel like. And, you know, they had, a, they had a vehicle, I presume, to move the car as well. So, you know, but I don't. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I didn't
1: see them moving. They I didn't see them moving. Sure, had to
0: have a vehicle,
1: sure. It, it could have been on the other side of the, of the fence. Possibly, yeah. yeah. I I don't know. With, without seeing it, I can't say. But I didn't. Yeah, it, it it was just so far away from the track that I didn't really think it. Kind of, I, I didn't see any kind of immediate danger, and you know, it is VSC. They're going slower anyway. So,
0: fair enough. Uh, and we are at halfway point of the season now. Is there anything else you want to add on this fascinating Ferrari Red Bull bat- battle, Adam? It's, I won't say it's finely poised because Verstappen does does have a nice lead, but I think there's enough there for us to say that, you know, a lot can change. We've still got 11 races to go. It could be close if Ferrari get things
1: right. I think it seems to be finally heating up, which is, I I don't know. I think as the stakes are raised, obviously early in the season, you've just got so many, so many races to fix things if they go wrong. And, you know, it's, I, I think last year was a bit of an outlier, but, you know, it's not, you know, it's, there's just not kind of the same, the same stakes on Australia or Saudi Arabia. Whereas, you know, now, like you say, we're at the half point of the season. We've got what, 11 races to go. Um, So, you know, there's just a bit more kind of jeopardy now when teams know where they stand and particularly Ferrari and Red Bull know where they stand. And now Ferrari know that they need to be, you know, aggressive. They know that they need to beat Red Bull at the majority of races here on in. So I think that's, you know, like I said, with Leclerc, I don't, and I think it was kind of bravado or, you know, kind of desperation in a negative sense. But I do think Ferrari are going to have to be desperate now because they can't, you know, they can't afford to, to mess around if they're going to win the championship. You've got in a season this length, then, you know, you, you do have a kind of grace period where things can go wrong and you can re- recover from it. But Ferrari used theirs up. So, yeah. um, you know, I think we might finally start to see it heat up and there's the kind of inter Ferrari battle as well. And that's just kind of exploded out of nowhere, really, at least to my knowledge. And, um, I think that's, you know, that's as exciting. No, that's had more fireworks.
0: It could be the downfall. Mm. Yeah. That is, I wrote a piece with Total Motors War. They need to back the club. They need to, a strategy, everything needs to go towards the club. Scientists not in the title fight, and mm. they, they just need. to And the clone is generally faster as well. So, yeah, but I don't think they will. I don't think Matteo Bonotto has that got that character to. You know, I think he's. I think he. You know, doesn't want to upset science, and I think science's ego as well. He, well, he's less mm. likely to play second fiddle, so I think that could be a bit of a problem as well.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's kind of you know, in in some ways, science is a bit too good. He's a bit too talented for kind of the role that they signed him for, I guess. And yeah, it's you know, I I. I think it, well, it's already hurt them at Silverstone, and you know, I as good as Hamilton was at Silverstone. In the
0: sprint but, on Saturday, like he yeah, was fighting like yeah. crazy the first few laps. You know, I think Leclerc was saving his tires, but instead yeah, scientists doing the same. You just thought, oh, I'll use this chance to attack him. Mm. You know, yeah, well, no, it's it, like
1: exactly. I just, I don't. Um, yeah, they, they just. It's, it's a situation with a really easy fix. I guess you don't know kind of what promises or what contractual kind of conditions they've they've made to science, But I think that's, you know, that's what I mean. It's like now there's kind of this, this is coming into play, whereas, you know, at the start of the season, you can say, oh, well, you know, we're just letting them race and seeing how the championship plays out. Now the championship has played out and Leclerc's, you know, even after all his bad luck, he's closer to Verstappen than Sainz. So, you know, I, I just think... Yeah, I think that's kind of a really interesting component that I didn't expect to see at the start of the season and obviously goes without saying that Red Bull don't have to kind of deal with, to be honest. And, you know, Perez has got a win for the season already, so it's not, you know, it, he's he's happy. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it's it's kind of added a component that I'm, that I'm excited about. Mm,
0: definitely. Uh, yes, we will talk more, of course, about the title battle as the season goes on, because... There will be a title battle, it just depends how long it goes on for. Uh, Mercedes, a bit of a reality check for them after Silverstone. I think uh, they were miles ahead of the midfield, but then they were some miles behind Red Bull and Ferrari. But of course, Alton would have, I think, once Houston was in that kind of no man's land, he just turned his engine down and you know, just coasted home to be honest. So they're not 30 seconds off, they're probably close to 15 seconds off or something like that. But that said. Austria has never really suited them before, so it's not an awful weekend. It's just no, know, especially after the crashes, they had as well. No,
1: I, I, I think. Oh, yeah, I, I think it is. I mean, you know, like like you said, they've not got a great track record at Austria, and to be honest, like I, I do think they could have been in, you know, a factor in the in the battle for pole position. I certainly think Hamilton could have beaten one of, if not both, of Sainz and Perez. You know, and I think he could have at least beaten Perez and. Um, you know, they they are kind of being a factor in in the race at the front at points, and yeah. you know, I think there is. I I can't back this up, but I know one of the the journalists asked um, Toto in the press conference and kind of said in his question that he was Lewis was lapping at the same pace as the leaders at one point in the race. So yeah, um, you know, it's yeah, it it's it's there, and I think you know they've. Since since Silverstone, they've kind of really definitively distanced themselves from the, you know, I don't even know if there is a midfield this year, but kind of you know the, um the the pack behind Red Bull and Ferrari, and yeah, I kind of, I would see this is quite positive to be honest. You know, it's a lot worse than it could have been when you have two tight ty- uh, two cars going to the wall on in qualifying and. Um, yeah, there's just. I can't
0: remember the last time that's happened. When the two cars on the same team crash in the same segment of qualifying? Never mind the whole hour, but the same segment. I cannot remember that happening in any motorsport series. No mind, as F1. It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, I don't. I mean for Halter yeah. to
0: make a mistake, you know, in itself, and then Russell, you know, it mm. was just crazy.
1: Yeah, it? kind of. It just looked yeah. like a kind of gust of wind caught him, at, or you know, something. But yeah. you know, he he had something kind of unexpected, and then correct corrected straight into the wall. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's I I I actually I'd be pretty positive if I was Mercedes. I think you know they've got they would have had an easy fourth and fifth. They've ended up getting a third because of um yeah. Scandin, or oh, sorry, easy e- 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 fifth and sixth, and they've ended up getting a third because of misfortune for others. But you know, that's just kind of, you know, it it's it's worked out well for them. And you know, I do, I I really think they can be competitive. And yeah,
0: well, it's I, still wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah Gary well, Prix, Lewis Hamilton, watch out! I'm calling it already. Hungary, Hungarian. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I think
0: Hamilton is going to win.
1: I, I, I'm feeling <laughs> Suzuka. It's, oh, it's like, way too far. Way too far away, that? though. But like, um, but yeah, like I don't know. I I just really, I really, I really see them kind of being competitive. And I, I, um, I think
0: they'll win a race. I'm, I'm quite, like, I said mm, like after seeing I say, ninety percent sure or something. Like yeah, that. I, I, that's still how I feel now. So and you
1: know, as well, I think it's we we're finally seeing kind of representative running from Hamilton because you know he had, he had kind of bad luck and you know he was just struggling to get on top of the car and find it's limits. And, you know, we're kind of finally, you know, Hamilton seems to have to have made that jump. And, yeah. you know, it's it's now, I'm really looking forward to qualifying at Paul Ricard and hopefully they'll be dry qualifying with the new upgrades with both Hamilton and Russell kind of having a clean session for the first time mm. that we'll have seen. So I'm really looking forward to that because I do think there can be, you know, I, I I think this will give us a kind of indication of where the two drivers are at. And, you know, if, if Hamilton is, yeah, where he's kind of stacking up to, to Russell. Now he's kind of found this new lease of life.
0: Yeah, and with Halton, new regulations as well. He does take time to get into it a little bit. He obviously is still very, very good, like nine out of nine out of ten. Well, in twenty nineteen, I remember Bottas was challenging him early in the season. <coughs> in twenty seventeen as well, probably one of his worst starts with F1 season in the in the turbo hybrid era. So, and you know, this year with the new regs, I think he's taken time to getting used to the tires and the new floors and everything else that goes with it. And now, mm. like you say, Adam is starting to gel. Uh, he's had no bad luck, so we're finally seeing the best of him. So, we shouldn't be too surprised at that. Uh, mm. Anyone who was doubting him, just like, why? Uh, you, yeah. uh,
1: how much? Do you kind of do you think there's any worry with the fact that they were kind of bottled up behind the Hass um, for so long on you know the sprint race and for a bit of. You know, a bit of the. the nah, I think
0: it's just the top speed. I think that is their biggest weakness right now. And right. I think it is drag. I, yeah. I think, is it drag or power? I,
1: I think, think it's a combination. Yeah. I think if said it's McLaren a combination. then you look at Flower and then
0: you look at Aston Martin, they're not exactly fine on the straights either. Yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah, I think top speed is their biggest problem. But that said, at Silverstone, they were matching Red Bull and Ferrari. So. Not um. sure. Maybe the altitude as well. I forgot this. The Red Bull ring is at altitude. The Mercedes yeah. power unit maybe doesn't like it. Because in the past, uh, we've seen teams like Honda and Renault, when Red Bull used those engines, uh, were a lot closer at altitude yeah. trap. So that could be a factor as well. Uh, so yeah, but positive weekend for Mercedes. Hmm. they doing very well to get podium after the crashes in qualifying. Uh, shall we talk about Mick Schumacher? And yeah. that's next sixth place. He got his first points in Silverstone, of course, but then he's backing it up. And that's what we keep banging on about in sport. You got to back it
1: up. And Schumacher is doing it. So this is brilliant news. Yeah, I, I think so. And it's just it's like it it's not just driving fast in a vacuum. He's like he's got the confidence. He he raced Hamilton really well, and you know, knew knew the limits of the car and knew kind of where, where Hamilton was. And you know, that's just something that I can't see you know him doing as well earlier in the season where yeah. yeah it you know he he just seems to you know rediscovered I don't know like yeah just just rediscovered um I guess a bit of his driving instinct or something like that because yeah he's been he's been he's been showing really well and you know it's a um good weekend for Haas overall to be honest and um yeah I, I just think fantastic from Schumacher and I don't I don't really see a reason why um you know it. It it would stop, or you know, it just yeah. it seems
0: in F two once he got well, once he got to this stage, he just carried on and he won the title. It's exactly the same thing here. And I'm, to be honest, it has surprised me. I've, yeah, I've, I am surprised that he has got to this level because it's so easy when you low low on confidence after his crash in Monaco when he had a big crash there. But then since then he's been absolutely flying. So you know, fair play to him. And Magnuson, yes, this is his comeback year. And he's you know, he's not, he's not a top, top driver, but he's still a very good, you know, benchmark to put your, put yourself up up against. And, you know, Schumacher's done very well. So, and I think he's only going to get more confident as well. So, mm. you know, well, I think it's think
1: it, It's a real opportunity for us to turn the season around. I mean, you know, again, this goes back to kind of what we were talking about earlier. It's such a long season that, you know, yes, they've kind of, you know, missed an opportunity maybe, you know, to obviously to maximise what they could get out of the season. But, you know, it's, it's certainly not over. And, you know, I I think fourth or fifth in the Championship could be on. I think, you know, there's not another team that's, I don't know, just looking, looking that strong. The thing that confuses
0: me with Haas... Is they've had, I think out of all the teams, they've had the least least, yeah, least development or fewest development upgrade. Yeah, fewest upgrades. They've barely put anything on the car, yet they haven't really gone backwards. I don't know how they're doing it. It's it's weird to me. So like Alpine bringing upgrades every single race. Williams, you know, have got a brand new car. Aston Martin brought loads of upgrades as well. Yeah, Hassan still pretty much with them and ahead sometimes. I don't know how how they're making that work. It's that I just cannot, you know, give a reason why for that. And I could usually usually give a reason why why for most things in F1 is is just weird.
1: Oh we'll find out later. But yeah, um yeah I think um I don't know I and the only thing I can think of is this teams, you know, either they're not bringing the right upgrades or they're still kind of struggling to understand them or you know yeah. still not got you know I mean Williams brought kind of a B Spec car to to Silverstone, so it's not, I guess, been as long for them. But,
0: yeah. The I, album was crunched
1: into the wall. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, I, I, yeah, I think that it's kind of, we'll just have to see kind of as it goes on, especially again after the summer break, kind of whether, you know, teams, whether has bring upgrades or whether other teams, mm. you know, make make a step forward and leave them behind if they don't. But, yeah, I think, you know, it kind of, I guess in the last two races they've been on a good groove, and that's the only thing you can yeah. you can say is that you know they're they're understanding the car and what they want to do with it and um you know it, it's bearing fruit at the moment.
0: Yeah, and one last thing on has for me, the strategy team. I love banging on about strategy, especially when teams get it wrong. Hass have got it wrong the most, as I've as I've said quite a few times this year on the podcast, but they got it spot on. Uh, again, just like Sales, uh, sales. I can't remember still that much, but yeah, I think the last couple of races, the drivers and the team, everything's gone smoothly so you can't ask for more Uh, Alpine, they didn't have a smooth weekend, this, I think this went unnoticed on the coverage, because Alonso so he started at, at the back, came through the field really well, even though he got put out in traffic uh, with his pit stop and stuff, and then when the virtual safety car came out, he had to pit, and then he had to pit again on the next lap now they're saying it was because of vibrations I think allegedly the tyre wasn't fitted properly the FIA, FIA have checked this and they said there was nothing wrong but it did seem a bit weird that he pitted on the very next lap so instead of finishing seventh or sixth from last I think he finished 10th in the end or he, or he dropped outside the points but then he uh, got himself back into, into the top 10 at, at the end Uh so yeah, I think that was something that was missed on the coverage. But Albion could have scored more. That said, este- Esteban Ocon did a good job to finish where he did. Yeah, uh, I, yeah I was... have you got any comments on on that, Adam?
1: No, I think um, I, I actually I actually missed the the Alonso thing. I, I, think, think, so much...
0: I think most of it, yeah, it yeah. wasn't shown on TV or
1: mentioned at all by the mm. uh, um, But it it was from for Ocon. It was great. He he was in fifth or sixth of the whole weekend in terms of you know the sessions and um yeah you know he he quali- qualified there and stayed there in the race bar Perez overtaking him and then took that position back and I don't really you know I, I know the house were kind of there just wasn't really besides Mercedes there wasn't the pressure from behind but yeah I think I don't know I guess it just must be really frustrating for Alonso because he's seen what well, he's only had about three career. or four
0: clean weekends this year, like because mm. of either strategy or the team a bit a bit like the actually. Like he's just, or putting it in the, the, the wall in Australia. Letting... Yeah. does <laughs> well, <just> the team <laughs> have let him down so much, or oh, the car has let him down so much, is so annoying. Because he's been better, miles better than Ocon on for me
1: this year, but he just hasn't mm. like, the
0: point, the points don't show it.
1: Yeah. 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 Know. I've I've literally I, I'm just realising now that like, I've got I paid so little attention to the points tally outside of like the top, I don't know, five or so, but uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. So it's a frustrating one for Alonso, but like he knows, he knows it's there. I really, you know, I think he just needs one race for it to all come together. And, you know, he could, you know, he'll get, you know, a podium this season or something like that. If he can just kind of get the chance, you know, a bit, you know, a a kind of bit of misfortune ahead of him. And, um, being able to just have a clean race and he'll be there so yeah it's frustrating for Alonso but I think he just needs to keep plugging away because it's not you know bar a couple of errors it's not him you know it's not on him so yeah
0: when we next talk about Alpine on the podcast I'll find a list of all the strategy and reliability errors that Alonso's car has had this year or the team uh, and I'll list them because <laughs> like, I mm. think pe- people should know about this but they you mm. uh, know because they think Alonso's too old and should be an F1 but uh, whatever uh are there any other drivers we want to talk about, Adam? Before we get into some wider topics like wider topics and, uh... and that kind of thing, because apart from that, Perez obviously with Russell, there was that incident there. Uh, Russell got a five-second time penalty, deserved or not deserved?
1: No, I don't think so. I, I think <laughs> I think Perez really, you know, and I, Such I think a it a walking contradiction. You, <laughs> I, I think, I think it was. You know, coming in, you know, R- Russell seems to be, you know, on the inside. And I just don't think Perez kind of gave him, I guess, the room that he needed. Or, yeah, I, I just don't.
0: Can I just tell you this? Two years ago, Albon and Hamilton, what what do you think you said?
1: Oh, I, I know what I said. I, oh, okay, I think okay. that, that was wider on the corner, though. <laughs> that was kind of Hamilton washing out. This was, Russell was really... You know, it, it's, if you go back and look, he, yeah. he is yeah, you are further right. to the right. So, yeah, I think I think that's a difference, and um, it, it was a racing incident for me, but um, yeah, it's it's just one of those. I am um, going to
0: contradict myself from two years ago as well because I said the same as you with the album thing. That it was Albert's fault, but I think you are right, and I think Freddie brought this up. So this was our first ever race review podcast, by the way. This, so yeah, go back and watch it. Freddie at the time said uh, that he's just that corner like the angle of it and like, you know, it's downhill a bit. And like, no matter how much you turn, you're always going to go out a bit. And I think Freddie mentioned, you know, if you really slow down, if the car on the inside, if you slow down a lot, you're guaranteed to lose the place because the guy on the outside has more, more, more momentum and can get on the throttle earlier. So and the only way to stop that is by like edging them out wide. But as we've seen this weekend, they're being really strict with the forcing the car, off the track rule, so I think it, I think Freddie was onto something there two years ago. It is just that corner with the gravel there as well. It's just kind of it's not impossible to defend, but it's like it's a lot more difficult than, than normal just because of, of the way it is. And I think he's absolutely right. Uh, so yeah,
1: yeah, I, I just don't think it's because Russell couldn't have done anything else, really. No, th- no, that's what I mean. And to be honest, like the. The move around the outside didn't work a weekend. Like it's not. Yeah, I d- it's just kind of. It is really easy to defend against if if you can, if you can, you know, keep keep alongside going down the straight, you know, which obviously isn't easy. But like you know, if if you can, if you can be any, you know, kind of front wheel to to rear wheel or better, going into the corner, then you know it, it is just easy to park yourself on the inside, and you know it, you just can't get. You just can't get enough of run of run around the outside. I think it's too tight. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. And um, yeah, it's it's just I don't know. It, it's thankfully there's kind of plenty of plenty of other places in, in the track. And I mean, even like there's not because getting the switch back on that corner, even if you kind of you're not alongside, but you but take you're on a, the wrong side of the next corner. Yeah, so Sorry. even if you kind of take you know try and switch back, you know you don't get the run. You don't get the run going into the next corner. And I think. Hamilton did it on Schumacher in the race. I think is there someone else? Maybe not, because you don't you don't really see many overtakes through that whole sector, to be honest. But I, the corners are kind of. I don't think the corners in the sector are. I think you could carry a battle through there, but you just can't get. Yeah. You, I don't. Not many battles survive turn four, so yeah, it's um, it's one of those. But you know, I I, still, I think Austria is a fantastic track. And, oh yeah, you know,
0: that's just absolutely. one thing. For, for, for a track that effectively has seven corners, it's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, it is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's probably the only track, only track, only corner on the whole calendar where, where I can think where you know we do get two cars going side by side, and it's just really awkward because of how it is. I can't think of many other corners like that. Uh, mm. But yeah, it's an interesting one. Uh, and track limits itself all weekend Adam, there were lots of warnings, lots of black and white flags lots of F- penalties, five second penalties as well, not, well in the F2 and F3 there was a lot, F1 I think there was a few drivers getting it as well, I think there were 43 penalties, uh, 43 track limits uh, what do you call it breakage of um, the under- Yeah, 43 times someone well, went off the track basically in the race which is a, which is a lot uh, are you a fan of that? I
1: don't, uh, it was I mean, a big no. talking point, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, no. I, yeah, it's not. Um, no, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. It's just I don't know. I can't. It's F1 drives are always really going to push the limit, and especially you know in this day and age, more than more than any other. So. I don't kind of know how to control it. And, you know, I... well, the thing is, they've been using the system all year. It's just this track, the drivers are more likely
0: to go out wide because of the high speed nature of it. And, like, you can go over the exit curbs. Whereas, mm. track like Silverstone, it's only cops, really. And, yeah. So, perhaps that's it. Whereas, Austria's, there's probably two more, two more, maybe not. I know it's, well, it's just like, those last two corners, basically. Where it's, it's really tempting to go out wide and gain mm, a lot of time.
1: But, like, you know, they, they've got enough gravel traps as well. Like, it's not, you know, there's kind of the risk there if you are, you know, if you're going kind of, you know, make, making full use of the curb and the bit beyond it. But, you know, there is there is a kind of jeopardy to it where, you know, as I say, there's a lot of gravel traps where if you go over then you're really in trouble, but it's just not, you know, drivers are just able to do it. So, I don't really know kind of what... Yeah, I don't know what the answer I, I is. I quite
0: not. like the system. I quite like it. I, I think yeah. it's fair. I,
1: I think it's fair, yeah. It's just kind of... It's a bit of a shame. I mean, the I mean the, the F2 race was kind of... The feature race was hilarious. And, you know, the way the kind of penalty... <laughs> you know, the, the the way the podium was um, compiled after all the penalties came through. But, yeah, I just... You know, I, and. I think, to be honest, like just the difference difference between F one and F two. You know, the drives are just better. They're more accurate, and they're able to to do it more without quite going over the limit. But yeah, it's you know, it as you say, the problem is that there's so much to so much to be gained there. And yeah, I, you know, I, I think that the application of the penalties is okay, but it's just not. Um, yeah, it, it's just kind. Of, it's a bit annoying. It's a bit frustrating. Um, it's the you... only
0: solution. They used to have those oh, yeah. sausage curbs, didn't they? Remember, yeah. but obviously we've seen what happens with sausage. I know those ones weren't as big, but we've seen with sausage curbs, you know, what they've done recently mm. in, in motorsport. Uh, they've flying yeah. fly when they go over it. But at the, at the time, it was the F1 drivers going, oh, if you go a bit wide, you hold front wing brakes and that kind of thing. Because that's why they got rid of them. So I think it is the only solution, unless you have every corner like turn... The two in the middle ones gravel right on the exit, basically or like turn four ones gravel right on the exit. Yeah. So that is the only other thing.
1: I mean they have that at uh, the you know, on the last set of corners and it's not I believe anyway. Gravel,
0: not gravel not gravel's not right there, no. Not. Doing it. not on the last two, no.
1: Oh, I didn't realize. I oh, okay. Well, you know, there we go. Um, but yeah, I mean, you saw it at, at, at the, on the first lap with Science um, getting the better. You should have
0: got a penalty for that. Yeah, that's what Alonso complained about last year. That exactly yeah. the same. So I keep bringing Alonso up. I know it's just always he's always in my head. He rent free. Uh, but like honestly, two cars went off the track last year and like overtook him off the track on the first lap. Didn't um. get penalized. Science basically does the same thing here, gaining momentum on Russell. It was, yeah, it was Russell, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Russell. It doesn't. It wasn't even investigated. I'm just like, you can't be allowing that. Just anyway, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Getting heated already, mate. Well, that's
1: a sign of things yeah. to come. Yeah.
0: Now, let's get on to it then, Adam. Uh, we let's, let's, Actually, let's provide some context. Uh, now, Adam's going to edit this. I don't know if he's going to put screenshots of our group chat to try and cancel uh, me about uh, sprint races. What well, if he if he if he is? Then fair play to come up right now. Uh, you're overestimating
1: the amount of effort and time <laughs> I've got for this. Hey,
0: the amount of effort I've put into that two year birthday thing, and I'm to download and watch twelve thousand episodes.
1: Yeah, I, um, I do. over a bit
0: so. <laughs> trying to find something funny, which is really difficult because we're not funny. There's a serious uh, podcast. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, the sprint races. Uh, me and Adam have already had a big debate it, debate about it. Adam doesn't mind them, what I say. I don't think I don't think he's necessarily for them, but he doesn't mind them, whereas I'm just completely against them, basically. Uh, I don't know how we're going to go about this. I'm not, I'm not, let, let, let me ask you this, Adam. Do you think, out of the five sprint races there have been, I don't know if you've seen, seen them all, how many were good or exciting?
1: I think the I think the two this season have been. I don't really, okay. I don't majorly remember the ones from last season. I don't remember that many qualifying sessions from last season either. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I think you know I know the Silverstone last year wasn't great. I don't think the um, I don't think the Monza one was fantastic, and I think it the
0: Brit- like coming through. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, but I've, I've enjoyed both of them this season. I think. Um, you know the, the Imola one was the advert for it really, but you know, this one I enjoyed watching the Ferraris battle. I enjoyed the um Lewis versus Schumacher and the two Hasses. I enjoyed that as well. Periscope coming back through the field too. So yeah, I, I've I've enjoyed them, you know. But I just enjoy, you know, I I enjoy watching F1 action as well. So yeah, I think the, the two the two this year i put forward as good races.
0: Okay, that's fun. That's your opinion. I think the Gimbala one, day absolutely right. I was good. The one at the weekend, I still found it largely dull. Uh, but, right, so if we're thinking about this, this is all about how to set the grid for Sunday's race. So do you think the sprint format is better than the, better than the usual format, normal format, to set the grid? Because I absolutely think no. It, the, to set the grid, it should be about qualifying one lap pace, who's you know, putting putting everything on the line about that one lap. That's why you know teams compromise setups for it. Some drivers stand out more. That is how you should set a grid for a Grand Prix. It shouldn't be about having another mini race. That is my kind of take for it.
1: I I agree and disagree. I think I disagree with you saying it's all about how you set the the grid for the Sunday race because I think it's not, you know, it it's about the race weekend as a whole and entertaining fans. So, you know, I don't think, I don't think that's a fair comment to say. But no, I, I agree. I think I've seen some people calling for it to be a standalone event, which awards points, which, you know, I think to have positives and negatives, but, you know, I'd be maybe happy to see well, them trial it? that.
0: The sprint should be just by itself. Yeah. So just have a half an hour race that's yeah. it, and then go home.
1: Well, you get points from it. And no, then no, you come no, back no, on Sunday. Are you
0: are you tell me there's people you think the sprint should be on a Saturday or Sunday, half an hour, and that's it. And that's the end of F1 weekend.
1: No, 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 no. So you have you have like qualifying. Yeah, so you have
0: practice, qualifying, sprint. That's it.
1: No, you have a race afterwards.
0: Oh right, that's what we've got now.
1: <laughs> no, but this, no, but the, the sprint doesn't set the grid. So, oh, so okay. you have you have qualifying, you have the sprint race. I've not kind of seen the ins and outs of okay, where okay. you know like where that could come from or like where the grid, you know, would you have the I same?
0: Thought, I generally thought you went for a minute. No, that would be, that would be... I, I was about to go. Oh, I am at home. I was about to leave my room. If okay.
1: That was Le- leave home. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, you know, I, I think I'd like to see that at one of them, you know, I'd, I'd like to see them try that and see, you know, have, a, have a play around with it. Um, But yeah, you know, I think I think it's not just the the aim to set the grid, but in terms of I'd, I'd rather see, um, I'd rather see a kind of qualifying session start, you know, set up the the grid really. So you, so the normal format
0: format you prefer? No. You don't prefer the normal format? Not as a
1: whole. I prefer qualifying for. I, th- I think a, a qualifying grid is more representative. But saying you prefer the prefer the normal format is asking me if I prefer the whole setup i don't think setting you know it's you setting the you...
0: sprint format as a whole compared to the fp1 fp2 fp3 five format
1: yeah not every race i like having a mix but I, I like it enough to think it's worth having the mix in there
0: <sighs> it's, it's just boring, man on the sprint it's bo- look, it doesn't work. It, only work it only works touring cars and that's because it's super competitive it only works if you've got a super competitive motorsport series, but it barely works in F2 So because it, it, you know, most sprint races in F2 are not fun so it's never going to work in F1 it's boring, we should be seeing the very best of F1 and what you get in a sprint is lap 1 and then after that, they all go into tyre saving mode. Tyre saving. I went really northern then. Tyre saving mode. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, and and then they're not willing to battle that hard. I don't think because you know they're trying to conserve the car. I, I, it's just it's not the very best of F one, and we should be seeing the very best of F one. That's what you get with the normal qualifying and then the race format.
1: I don't think I don't think it is boring. As I say, I you know you said you enjoyed Imola, and I I enjoyed Austria as well as Imola. So it's not you know like categorically it's not just being a blanket sham. And you know a, a track like Austria, then I want to see racing at Austria. So I have said previously in this uh, this episode that you know, I really like Austria as a track, and you know I I enjoyed watching the racing. I don't like. Do you not? Enjoy watching F so one. Not...
0: More... why don't we have two sprint races on a the weekend then?
1: Because there's a sweet spot.
0: Like, like the... I enjoy, I enjoy watching it... F one, but they I don't enjoy. i the found
1: the, the sweet spot. I, I think so. I think tweaking in terms of in terms of volume, I think you can tweak the way they go about it, and you know whether they make it a standalone event that doesn't impact the grid, or whether they put it in strategy like you've said. But I don't, you know, I I, I think having having an extra half hour of racing i enjoy like that i'm an f1 fan i enjoy watching f1 racing and having you know i enjoy friday qualifying as well having a meaningful event on every day of the weekends i enjoy that so again i don't want to see everyone every one i like in, i like f1 races but i don't want to see one every single weekend like i you know I, I don't get where this, this thing is. It's not, you don't give up qualifying, like you can still watch qualifying. Silverstone qualifying last year was absolutely fantastic in terms of the atmosphere, the drama, just, you know, Friday night at Silverstone, absolutely bumper crowd. I think it was the first sellout crowd of, you know, two years or one and a half years. Um, You know, and it was just, it was just a fantastic atmosphere. And I don't, you know, I don't think you can say that it take, you know, it took away from that. And, we saw how the sprint race is set up. Yeah, but the drivers the can't pole. even
0: celebrate when they go fastest in qualifying. Like, look, look at Verstappen when he when he stole pole position from the Ferraris on the last lap after Sainz and the went quicker. They're on they go to the on team radio and it's just nothing like qualifying. And I I, I just don't like that. But it, well, again just... again, go
1: back and watch Silverstone. You saw you saw Hamilton celebrating and it's not, you know. It's drivers can celebrate. Yes, they don't celebrate well, as look much at as
0: you and the staff in front of his twenty thousand Dutch fans stole Paul on the last lap and then nothing.
1: Yeah. So it's not so
0: It goes both, it goes both ways.
1: Well, yeah, that's what I'm you, you saying drivers don't celebrate is not you know that's not absolutely true. It's some drivers have celebrated, some haven't. And but again, uh, you can tweak the format for that. Like the Having that is not a fundamental problem with having racing on a Saturday. You can have racing on a Saturday and keep the excitement of quality. Should but... have
0: racing on. You can't have. A sh- I just don't like a short race in F one.
1: I don't. Do you not just, like just... F one? Like, why? No, why do, do you? Like why F1. do you do this? Why do you not, do, not enjoy because watching Because I like.
0: F1? I enjoy F one. Yes. I just yeah. don't like this sprint format. Why? Because it, the actual sprint race is dull. It's a procession. We we don't see the very best of F1. And the other thing that annoys me is if a driver makes a mistake in qualifying, like Perez this year and in in Imola, sites as well in Imola, they make a mistake and then they just recover back to the normal, or like towards the normal grid spot. And I don't think that's fair. You're just helping the bigger teams again, which F1 already does far too much of.
1: But then you get that you get that jeopardy of you know them coming through. You saying that it in, in it incentivizes people no, to no, not, be limit, not be on the limit, not be racist way
0: through in Brazil. Look how easy that was because the cars are getting out of the way and they don't and you know they're not in the same fight. There's no there's no jeopardy it's hard. There's not much of jeopardy there because the overtakes are relatively easy.
1: Jeopardy. No, I, and you know, then you get Perez. Perez makes it up to the front. What does he do? He hits Russell on the first lap. And then, you know, per- yeah, Perez is out of It
0: might be up towards the front. It, it, we, it, we,
1: get, it, we get more exciting races when drivers are up the front.
0: But you should be punished properly for making a mistake.
1: So, again, there you, you can tweak the format so that it's standalone. Like, it's not... That's, that's not a fundamental... Again, this isn't a fundamental problem with the racing on the Saturday. And I don't think I don't think have to say that all of them have been dull, and it's guaranteed that it will be a dull sprint race. So I, you know, that's that's where it is. Yes, you get boring F one races, you get boring sprint races, but you in know, fact, it's we not. We didn't
0: see Leclerc pushing in the sprint race, you know, with his comments saying at the end, saying, "Oh, we can get them one because he was holding back." That is a massive problem.
1: To you me. Saw him battling with signs. The yeah, Ferrari fan wheel to it again for the for second the lead, time in two races, win, which is
0: what it's all about. It's for the win. It's for whoever can stand on the top step. Well, there's no podiums in the sprints. So that's a bad uh, analogy, but uh, yeah, like, metaphor. He should metaphor in your words. Like, I, we should be seeing him pushing for the win, or not. He's just holding back because he knows they've got the proper thing on the Sunday, and that isn't. That's just not right. That's not F1. That's not motorsport. That's not racing.
1: But then also, you know, was was he saving his tyres for that or, you know, was was he trying to come back? Because he did come back at the end. He just didn't... He never made it up to Verstappen.
0: Yeah, because he wasn't willing to push.
1: But he was pushing at the end, just not...
0: I'm not sure about that. He sure did. He
1: look, at, look at the gap between him and Verstappen. It closed from, like, three seconds to one and a half. Wherever it was when he was battling with Sainz and then he pulled away and pulled closer to Verstappen, he just wasn't able to make... You know, wasn't able to get close enough to make the final move, which is fair. But you know, it just doesn't add anything.
0: It does, the actual sprint race itself it, does not add anything.
1: But it adds an hour of, uh, a half hour of racing, like racing entertainment that you don't so get. Why do you it's not
0: the Grand Prix longer. And add an extra half an hour.
1: Well, because you can have a sprint race instead. Like, why would you add? Why would you add more to the Grand Prix? Right. And you don't get an extra races. event. You this don't. You don't sprint, get an extra event. Like this that's is what a, a sprint
0: format is. Now listen. This is like having a 20 minute football, a 30 minute football match on a Friday, stopping and then coming back and having the 90 minute match on the Saturday at 3 pm. What is the point in that? that? That's just
1: not a good analogy.
0: Yes, it is, because they're both of around 90 minutes F, an F1 race in the football match is like having the first 30 minutes of a football match and then just carrying on the next day.
1: I I just, I fundamentally disagree. Just because they're the same length, it's not, it's not the same thing. How's it
0: different then? How's it different?
1: Because in a football match, you don't start on a grid, like you don't, you don't get anything. So what if you win? You
0: go one nil up, right? I carry
1: on the next day from one. So, but it's like it's just. Do you get points from it? Like, but you get an advantage? Yeah, but you get you get points from a sprint race.
0: Okay, that's fine, but. I don't think people really. That's the point of a sprint race. It isn't for the points, is it? And that's not what people really think about. Well, I, but, I know. I certainly never really think about the points when a sprint race is happening.
1: I no, forget but that I think it can. Most. Again, like it can be that if if you put it out there, you know. It, again, like if you make it a standalone event, then the points are the main draw from it, and you can get drivers battling. Like why. Why would you, well, you not, you if, if you're Leclerc, why would you not pre- and before that? Be it's, it, it's just, it's entirely different from a football or rugby match because F1 is entirely different from football and rugby apart from the race length. It's not like, I, how it, I, we're giving up a practice session. Like it's not, people go, oh, it's boring. Like how many FP3s do you remember? It's, it's not, like, oh yeah, that was a, that was a fantastic FP3, I really... By really that logic, why don't we
0: just have one practice session, then two core fans and two races, on? because then you get more racing action. You know, to, As I said, because, because there's a five. sweet spot.
1: It's like it's like triple headers. I like, I like races, but I don't like triple headers or I don't like having triple headers back to back. Like you can get fatigued. I don't think adding an extra half hour of racing is getting fatigued.
0: I have to think you're ripping off the fans to give them a 20 minute processional race
1: it's a joke as opposed to what you, if you're a fan then you get to watch something on three to days as
0: qualifying on Saturday afternoon when it should happen
1: oh yeah because like fans don't like watching qualifying on Friday afternoon like do, what, what's the difference in a day I'd say like, more
0: people watch on a Saturday afternoon than a Friday
1: afternoon yeah 100% then you can put it at Friday like no that's not people watch sport on Friday afternoon what do you want about
0: I'd say more people watch sport on a Saturday afternoon than Friday afternoon,
1: 100%. More people watch qualifying on a Saturday when it's on a Saturday. Like, I don't... It I, I just seems really... How, I don't get how you're ripping off the fans to have more, like, more entertainment and have entertainment on every single day rather than having it on two days. It doesn't work. It doesn't, there's it, a
0: reason of a series that isn't touring cars don't use it. It's because it's awful,
1: but I, I like. I don't. I just don't understand. Like, where, why you don't like watching because racing? A million other concepts
0: that are better to set the grid that isn't the sprint race.
1: Well, again, like you don't have to set the grid from it. This is like the, it, we keep coming back to right, this. Is okay, not. What,
0: what would you do? What 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 would you do? Adam Dickinson, you would change about the sprint format or race or whatever.
1: I, th- I think they're like either add, I don't know, add, put a few more points on for the winner and the podium, or maybe you know, add a bit of, more of a deficit for the winner and make it a standalone event, or add strategy into it.
0: More points?
1: Like so 10, think, 10, 8, 6. But
0: the reason it's 8 is because it's one third the points of a win and one third the distance.
1: And yeah, but, and it sets the grid. If you take away the grid element, then it's not losing the significance. It's already got more significance than a third of a Grand Prix because it sets the grid for the next day, as, a, as well as having the points. So if you take away the setting of the grid, but you add a bit more points, you add more, um, uh, you you add, you add more on the line for going for the win.
0: Okay, I I'm still so, my but, football comparison. Honestly, how I don't see how it's not like having a thirty-minute match on one day. Because they are just, they're just
1: the so that is exactly different what sports. Means.
0: That is exactly what it is. Though it's like having a short short match and then carrying on the next day. What is the point in that?
1: that there isn't because it's a different scenario. Like why? Go. Let's talk about F one because it is the wing in an F one podcast. Like why? No, there's nothing wrong with a comparison. That is the only like. there, there is. There is something fundamentally wrong. This is in, in an entirely different sport. But I, like you. All of your problems. All of the things you're saying is about it setting the grid. But that doesn't have to be that's not no, be allowed. My and problems is that I think the
0: general the generally boring the sprint races. And I don't like how it helps the the faster teams, the bigger drivers who make mistakes. And I don't like
1: yeah, yeah, just those things. <laughs> I, yeah, I, you know, I I think it, it's it's I enjoy getting more F1 to watch. I don't think it's too much. As I said, I don't I don't want to watch every racing every weekend. I like the Tour de France. I don't want there to be a three week grand tour every month. Like there is there is a sweet spot, but well, I enjoy... per sports, mate. Can't be doing that. Okay. Well, I don't want to watch F one every weekend then. Um, but yeah, it's just having a, having a having an event, having something to watch. On every day, I like I, I like Friday afternoon sport. I like Friday evening sport. As I say, the the Silverstone qualifying last year was, was fantastic. Might not work so well with KOTA, where I guess it will be in the middle of the. No, 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 no it will be later. So that'll, that'll work as well. But having having sport on Friday evening, I, like I enjoy watching that. A lot of people look at. That's why they have Friday night sport. That's why the Premier League plays games on a Friday. That's why Premiership Rugby plays games it's on, on a Friday because Friday. they know that's fans watch
0: Friday at three PM or four PM when people are travelling
1: back from work. This, this race was, yeah. Other it's yeah, Cota won't be. Sao Paulo Bumper. wasn't last year. Silverstone wasn't last year. Yes, was it was. Silverstone wasn't. Silverstone was in the wasn't. evening.
0: I think it was, about it was when PM. the sun was setting. Silverstone
1: was about 5 pm. When the sun was set in Northamptonshire PM. at 5 pm, not in June or July. I don't
0: know. We'll have to go back. Disclaimer. It's, it's,
1: uh, yeah, it's like that's why they have sport on Friday night is because they know people watch it and people. Well,
0: why haven't they done that this year with Imola and uh, Austria?
1: I don't know. Ask F1, yeah. but they will, they will for Austin. Like again, shift it a bit later. It's that's not, I, I thought
0: it was Brazil. Yeah, Austin. It was Austin. I'm pretty sure it's
1: Austin. Yeah. Like, I thought it's... It was
0: Brazil again. Oh, whatever.
1: Um, At least we'd have to talk about it
0: for sort of four months. <laughs> mm. oh, but I mean,
1: but regardless, it's, it's the same thing. It will be the same time zone. So yeah, I, um, yeah, it, it's. I I, I, don't, I enjoy watching F1. I enjoy watching F1 on three days rather than two days when there's not. You know, I don't want to watch like five hours of F1 each day, but having another event on Saturday to look forward to, I think that's a good thing. Right. But what, why? Why? Why are you doing the podcast? <laughs> why? You... Well, because I get to talk to you. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Then that's. Yeah.
0: No, I enjoy F1, but it's just the not. It's not the right way to go about it. I, I've, I've. It's just. But that, it doesn't work. There are better concepts out there that should be used rather than this. There's loads. Why can't we have a one-shot qualifier every now and then? That would be exciting. Why can't we have double headers, for instance, with like two qualifiers and two races? I think that would be fine as well. Formula yeah. E do that. Other motorsports do that. Uh, just why can't we, you know, I've like see what happens if we just have a straight sixty minute or thirty minute qualifying session or something, like these concepts would be better than what we've got with the with the sprint race.
1: I mean, this the sprint we can have more of that. That's the problem with F1 management not putting more in. Like having the sprint races doesn't. You can like the sprint race, but not like them as much as the others. I I. I don't think some of those would be as entertaining. Yeah, as but
0: the if sprint you don't race, like it as much as the others, why bother having it?
1: Big, you don't if like, it, like it, you? it. But because mm. then you can ha- you can have more. Like that's not a problem with the sprint race. That's a problem with other, like them not trying other options. But the sprint race itself. This is what I mean. Like you can you know having having it set to the grid for Sunday. That's an issue with the way it is now. That's not a fundamental problem with having a half-hour race on a Saturday. Like, it's the same. These are wider problems that you're p- picking out. The only one that you have is that it's dull racing. And I think two of these races haven't been dull. I've enjoyed two of them. And, yeah, two of them weren't great. How can you but... say
0: these are not dull yet? You say, like, races like... Oh, what was it? I can't remember. There was a race earlier this season. I think... Was it Miami or something? You said, like... I wasn't thinking. that can't be mad me. It was a race. where like. He said, "Oh, it wasn't great." That the sprint races have been a lot worse than whatever that race was. I can't remember what it was. We've done too many of these bloody podcasts. Yeah, that's
1: uh, the problem.
0: It's just like, oh, it's just not. It's, the only. But, the only way it can be solved a bit, like partially, for me is to have a pit stop in it. That is the best.
1: Most. But, would you enjoy that?
0: I would like it more. Yes, a bit more. I like but, it would football, you would
1: I'm you like... objectively enjoy it? Because it's it's still say, it's still sure like be better. no no no. But would you enjoy it?
0: Yes, because the racing will be good. Right, but then that
1: that still My has problem the problems. It, That's still got the problems of people, it, you know, shortchanging fans by giving them more racing or whatever you said. Like you know, it not not being the way that qualifying sets the grid. It would still have the problems that you're coming up with. This is what I mean. You, I don't, I don't think what a lot. I don't think a lot of what you're saying is a problem fundamentally with the idea of the sprint race. It's the way I think it, F1 it's detailed should,
0: should the meaningful sessions should take place over two days. Why? I just think that's the way it should be. Why? I don't know, that's just my feel about it. I think three days is a little bit too much. I think. Three for for meaningful sessions.
1: Three like so three days, having an extra half hour is too much.
0: No, it's because all the build up and like there's far too much build up and hype and everything just for a little half an hour Saturday race.
1: I do I yeah, I I do agree with that. I don't think F1 needs to be hyping it
0: up the way it is. If the find on Saturday early afternoon, then the sprint in the evening. I would prefer that.
1: I mean I don't know. I I'm not sure I I would, but you know, or you could. I don't know. You could have a have a sprint. Yeah, if you have one shot qualifying, you could have a sprint race that sets the order to go in one shot qualifying or something. I think there are ways to workshop around how this sprint race on the Friday and then. But I, I think F1's any type of it, but really, I don't think they've been. Mm, I guess sky hype it. I don't think they've been hyping it as much as last season. I think last year was a lot worse for the way they're building it up. I don't think this season they have. I think it's become more normalised. Um, but yeah, I'm just yeah. You know, I think I think a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the kind of problems you're coming up with are not kind of a problem. Honestly, the anyone
0: who who agrees with me with the football thing about the thirty-minute, ninety-minute, just like follow me and DM me or something. If you're not following me <laughs> already, like honestly, I'll buy you some flowers or a car. It's probably some flowers. Uh, right. I mean, surely.
1: Oh, also, you are right. I was wrong. It is Brazil, but I, I don't think that fits. It's the, you know, right. You're it's the same. You
0: seem wrong about this complete argument anyway. Well,
1: so there we the go. If uh, you are, then abuse me. Comment abuse below on this video and I'm at my Twitter, at Adam Dickinson01. Don't do that. Please.
0: Uh, let's finish with sort of a bit more serious. We're both, I'm pretty sure, going to agree uh, with this, Adam. It is yeah. uh, the reports about uh some fan abuse, sexual harassment, probably some racial and homophobic comments as well from uh, people who, who attended the Austrian Grand Prix. F1 did put out a statement saying it's unacceptable, but Lewis Hamilton was asked about it uh, in the press conference on Sunday and he said uh, s- statements and things like we racers won uh, it's just words. And I think he's absolutely right. Mm. How many times have we seen a statement from F1 or a team or or even a driver? Yeah, that's it. We don't hear anything afterwards. I could go out, in, in theory, I could disagree with, like, you know, I could be, you know, I could have a certain point of view, let's say, and then I could just tweet something and it's fake. You know, I'd mm. actually be like, I'll just tweet it anyway. Just to make, oh no, I'll get loads of likes. Oh, I'll get on follows. Oh, Nigel's a good person. No, you should be doing something about it. That is, mm. you know, Sorry, I kind of went off on a tangent though, but is,
1: <coughs> Yeah, you did a bit. That's
0: how I felt about this topic, you know, from a wider perspective as well for quite a few years. It is far too easy to go on social media and put out a statement. I would love to know about drivers or people, even people, like, if you're listening to this, have you actually talked about it with your friends or with your family or you know, that kind of thing? Because I think it wouldn't, you know, some will, of course, I know me and you have had these discussions, Adam, and so Freddie and that kind of thing. But I honestly believe some people will put it on their story or tweet, but then they will actually have that conversation in real life. And that's just a small thing, having mm. a conversation in real life, you know, and that's where it's got to start. So yeah. that's my bit said.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I think you summed it up. I think just, you know, with with that, you know, they're not... A, f1 fans or you know it's there's tribalism coming into the sport and in some ways that's not bad you know there's there's more interest in the in the sport and that's a good thing but just the way you know don't bring element you know just don't bring this into into f1 and and don't don't bring it into life in general but you know it's not stupid mm, but you know f1 is is something you know, it, it should be it should be inclusive. It should be something that's on for everyone, no matter who you are. And you know, it it should be there that everyone can enjoy and everyone can enjoy going to a race. And you know, that's a, that's a huge thing to go to the Grand Prix. And you know, to have that have that ruined by idiots is just really really sad. And you know, I, hope, I hope I hope this is isolated. I hope they clamp down on it. Um, you know, I think people you know, circuit really need to take a, take a lead on this and have better security or better ways of identifying what's happening with this. Because, you know, some, some of the stories are just abhorrent and, and yeah, I, I completely agree with you. It's not, to me, we races one and everything that F1 puts out, it just feels like marketing. It's just, you know.
0: It is. Uh, yeah. To be honest, that's what inside of me, and I know I didn't say this out You know when it happened. That is kind of what I thought. I just hmm. wasn't brave. At, like, I'll be honest. I wasn't brave enough to yeah. say it was
1: like, no, no, know, it's, I, I just think it is. I think it's them them saying what they think they need to say, you know, to to appeal to a section of fans. But at the same time, you know, they, you know, it, having having sold out crowds, you know, it, they're not complaining about that. And that's kind of that's where the issue is. It's it's kind of putting putting money first and then kind of moral second. And I think F one, you know, is no stranger to doing that hopefully now it can change because you know we're, we're kind of into a new era in the world where a lot of this stuff is being called out you know in, in wider in workplaces and you know more areas of society but there's still a long way to go and I think F1's shown that it's got an even further way to go than than kind of other other areas of life. So yeah hopefully hopefully that can change but it's just really disappointing to hear.
0: Absolutely. Yeah it is disappointing uh the sad way to end the podcast, but uh, that is all we have to have all this week. Me and Adam have filled a lot of time. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, this it has been good. That's been one of our best two-people-person podcast things, I think.
1: High praise indeed.
0: I'm just thinking, you and Freddie have never done one, which is just you two, have you? You've always had like a replacement for me on the two or three that I've missed. It's never just been
1: you two, has it? I feel like we might have done one.
0: I don't think you have. Uh,
1: we'll go back and, and we'll go if back I am,
0: right. Uh, let's see how long that street goes on. Oh, that'll uh, be the
1: first time for the podcast. So there we go. <laughs> first time yeah. on this podcast, I should say. Nigel isn't yeah. always wrong. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, well, we will try and have a French Grand Prix preview next week. We are all very busy, but if not, we will be back to review the French Grand Prix. But of course, we will try to have a little preview as well and fill in with any news. So my mm. thanks to Adam. My thanks to you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Winging F1 at Adam Dickinson 01. I'm at, at Nigel C. Until next time, it's goodbye.
1: Bye.